when we listen to that first reading today from the prophet Zechariah, what we see is the prophet Zechariah is longing for the day when not only Jewish people, not only people of the covenant would go to Jerusalem, but people from every nation would go. People from every nation. And he describes the scene whereby people, 10 people from every nation came to Jerusalem. Why would they go there? Why would they wish to go there? Why was, was Zechariah looking forward to the time when Jerusalem would be a place of worship, a place of, of knowledge? And it is the Lord who reminds and reveals to Zechariah that they, that they will come, they will come. When, when the inhabitants of many cities will say to one another, come, let us go to implore the favor of the Lord on his mountain. I too would like, I too will go to seek the Lord. There's a, there's a reason for their wishing and desiring that they would go to Jerusalem. What's, what's Jerusalem? Jerusalem is a place where God, God's revelation is given. We know the Old Testament, we know the prophecies, we know the book of Exodus, we know the great events, the great uh, acts of God on behalf of the people. He chose the people not because there was someone special, not because they were holy. He chose them because he loved them, and he loves us too, not because we were of any great stature. He loves us because God's love is for everyone because they're his children. So he chose the people and what happened is that he revealed himself. So Jerusalem is a place of revelation, the place where the commandments of God are given, where the code of holiness has been revealed, where there's worship, worship of true God, where they sing the Psalms that we use today too. This is the place where they offer, they offer sacrifice for the sinners. They, 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 they plead before the seat of mercy you know, the, the, in, in Jerusalem, the place of holy of holies. That's where God's word dwells. Okay, so this is the Old Testament. And this is the invitation of all nations so they may come to benefit from the wisdom of God, guidance of God, where the, where the path of, of holiness is manifested in harmony of people living with each other, where people are taken care of. Okay, so that's, that's where the Jerusalem is. But there's something here, let us go with you. For we have heard that God is with you. This is the Gentiles speaking to the Jewish people. How much more when the Lord, the Son of God came. He's the fullness of revelation, not the incomplete of the Old Testament. He's the fullness of revelation. He's not only fullness of revelation, but he's also the, the, the God incarnate. It's no longer a word of the Ten Commandments in, a, in the Ark of a Covenant, but it's Jesus himself, the Son of God, who comes. And so he's the one who has brought all the nations there. Zechariah was wishing, he was looking forward to the time when people from every country, from every nation, from around the globe would come. But now they come because of Jesus. Jesus is the one who takes them by the hand 
and walks right into the center of Revelation is no longer Jerusalem as such, but is the mystical body of Christ, is the church. Before, Jerusalem was the depository of God's word, but now with Jesus who has revealed himself, he is the, he is the mystical body. We are the church. This is why we gather. What the church offers us, the word of God from the Old Testament, from the New Testament, gives us the witness of God's great acts on behalf of his people. And then we see Jesus who offered himself for the salvation of all. So what does the church, the mystical body, the church, the new Jerusalem, what does it offer for us? It offers everything. Not only the word, the revelation, the truth, the guidance, but also the sacraments, the means, the instruments of acquiring holiness, forgiveness of sins, being baptized, being incorporated into the very body of Christ, being confirmed, outpouring of the Holy Spirit that is granted to us, the ministries, the, you know, the ordained ministry, the priesthood, the sacrament of marriage. These are the gifts that God has given to us as means of sanctification, but above all, he gave us the Eucharist, the very body and blood, the sacrament of the Eucharist the celebration of the Mass that we gather here. These are the gifts, the gifts of truth, of knowledge, revelation, not only what, who we are, because the Lord Jesus tells us who we are. We're sons and daughters of God destined for glory. When we embrace, when we accept, when we follow faithfully the Lord, he will take us right into the Holy Trinity, to the paradise. This is what, what the revelation is given to us. And so, so what is before us is extraordinary, but it's not just the church as a sort of depository where we go into a, into a big store and pick, acquire things for free, because God gives us all the gifts for free. So the church is not only the depository of everything, but it's more, is that mystical body. We're that mystical body of Christ, united with him. St. Paul speaks of that body, that we are like body, you know, the human body, and he compares the church in that mystical way, that anyone, you know, who suffers is like if I hurts or has been injured, the whole body is injured. It's not just the eye. If the hand is injured or leg, especially, we can't walk. We're not, we're limited, so the body hurts. And so St. Paul says the same way we are as members, we should take care of each other. If there's one hurting, if there's a heart that's wounded, we are to go and console. We are to encourage, we are to strengthen. If, if the body is hungry, we are to offer food if we have, because the member needs to, to live, you know, as long as on this earth requires food and drink. But there's also the spiritual gifts, as we know, the spiritual uh, gifts which are spiritual and corporal and spiritual works of mercy. It's consoling the, comforting the, the afflicted, consoling the doubtful, bearing wrongs, forgiving offenses, praying for the living and dead. That's the part of the mystical body of the church. It is interesting that, that it was Pope Pius XII, although he might have read the diary, who knows, we do not know, because he was supporting the divine mercy. But, you know, but, but when he wrote the Mystici Corporis, the, the, the mystical body of Christ, he made an incredible statement there, which actually was what Jesus said to Faustina, you know, 
20 or 20, 25 years before. He said that, the, you know, the, the great truth that the salvation and well-being of many depends on our prayers and sacrifices. Jesus said to Faustina, salvation of many depends upon your prayers. Depends upon your prayers. This is what we are. We have, we have world. We have so many people who, who are confused, some people who are just hate any form of Judeo-Christian faith, people who are you know, rampant, um, you know, secularists or, or, or atheists, want to eliminate any form of religion. And they're every place. They, they sprout every place. They go every place, any form of religion, to eliminate it. And, and that means eliminating revelation, elimination of great riches of, of what God has given to humanity, elimination of sacraments, of God's word. And so what do we have? So people say, well, I'm a spiritual, but what's the source of your spirituality? Is it God's word? Is it the sacraments? Or is it some ideologies or philosophy? What is it? What is that spirituality? I'm spiritual but I don't go to church, I don't read the scriptures, I don't participate in sacraments. It's an illusion. Yes, we can be spiritual. That doesn't mean we were, we were, we're created to be spiritual beings. But that means, but what do we feel? What type of spirituality do we feel? And this is where the Lord today speaks to us in such a powerful way, powerful way. The first reading and then second reading. Jesus is determined to go to Jerusalem when the days of to be taken up were fulfilled. It means he did the mission. He is there, the mission, the three years of mission. And then he walks to Jerusalem, why? Because he's offering himself to God the Father completely. And nothing will, will dis disturb him. So he goes and going to Samaria, because you know, going to Samaria, because Samaritan village was a straight, direct route because otherwise you would have to walk all around. So the shortest route between Galilee and Jerusalem was going right through the middle of Samaria. And so the Lord goes straight. He does not want to bypass. He wants to go straight quickly to the time when he's offering himself for that holy week. So he goes to Samaria. He sends people his disciples, messengers, that he's going to walk through, the, through their towns. Because as a Jewish man, he was not exactly welcome into Samaria. Like today, perhaps, there's also Palestinians, the difficulties that we have. So he's walking through. And he said, yes, Jesus will be coming there. But the Samaritans were happy that he's coming. But they thought he's coming to them. But when they found out, no, he's interested in Jerusalem, he's walking just through, they said, we don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want you to just come, you know? And so, and, and his disciples, you know, full of passion, John and James, sons of thunder, as Jesus told them, he says, God, look, look what they're doing to you. They're not welcoming you. He says, let's ask the, God to send a fire just consume them, destroy the, this village. And once again, just like Jesus rebuked Peter, he rebukes them. This is not, this is not what we are all about. This is the salvation of all. And so he walks to another village, and the other village welcomes him as he passes, passes by. 
we are invited today to realize who are we, we are as church, as faithful Catholics. You know what Catholic means? Catholic means universal. It means it's not just very specific. It means universal. Catholic, you know, means that a church that teaches the authentic faith given by the apostles. Catholic means that it's the church of Peter and of Paul and of James and of Mark. It's the church of Thomas. It's the church. The same teaching was taught by the apostles no matter where they went. They might have worshipped in a slightly different way, but they proclaimed the same truth. Where the seven sacraments are given, they proclaim this truth. Where they proclaim that in Jesus we have all the sources, all everything that we ever desire, knowledge, understanding, wisdom, but above all, communion, communion of love with God, communion of love with the Holy Trinity. And it is in Jesus we already participate in the very life of the Holy Trinity, because we are already in Him. We were baptized. We were baptized into his very body, incorporated, forgiven. We become his sons and daughters. And so this is, this is so, so really exciting, I have to say. What are we talking about? We're just talking about who we are. We're not talking about what, you know, sometimes we have a wishful thinking of. You know, the wishful desire and, and what God's word was given to Zechariah but we already have the one escorting us. Let, us. let us walk. Let us go with you, Jesus. For we have heard that God is with you. If we were to use the words. Excuse <coughs> <coughs> <Church> me. <coughs> I just wanted to share the last panel thought. You know, 9-11 was, was with us you know, not too long, a month ago. And, and uh, there was an interview with uh, uh, the former, former uh, uh, mayor of New York City, Karch, and he was asked a question on television, it was a public television, he says, he says, he was asked, he says, what were you doing during the 9-11 as a former mayor? And he says, I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral. And, and, and the interviewer says, why did you go? You're Jewish. <laughs> Why did you go to a Catholic church, St. Patrick's? And his answer was very powerful, and I'll never forget this. He says, because I know that God is there. We have Jesus always with us in the Eucharist. We participate in a very offering, atoning sacrifice that he offered on our behalf. That's why he was walking to Jerusalem anxiously walking to fulfill his mission of salvation. And we are to partakers, we are the, the ones who receive these blessings, and we are to share them with others. It's not enough for us, because just like St. Paul says, the body, any part of the body that is broken, any body that is healing, affects the whole body, and his healing and his sufferings affects the whole body. In the same way, we are to look at each other and not only those of us who are part of the, of the church of our Lord, in the Catholic Church, but also we have all these brothers and sisters who are on the way, who do not know. 
we are to bring in as well, the power of intercession, the power of prayer for each other, the power of encouragement, the power of counsel, the power of, of witness, so that they may also come to know eternal life, the life that was prepared by Jesus himself, a life within the Holy Trinity, a life of paradise prepared for us by the Lord. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.